Hunter Bailey of the Charlotte Observer and the Charlotte Post. You can find him on Twitter at Hunter underscore Bailey 45. He joins us now on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Hunter, thank you so much for the time, man. How are you doing? HB. What's up, guys? How are y'all? What's up, man? We're doing well, Hunter. I just want to know real quickly, because when we talked with Mike yesterday, he said there may have been some people out there in Fernville playing some beer pong. I just want to know, were you one of those people playing beer pong out there at Fernville on Saturday? I'll just tell you they're lucky I wasn't, Walker, because it would have been over for them boys. <laughs> people always would choose me first or like among the top choices. And like, I'm okay at beer pong, but because I'm so tall, people would think, oh, okay, basketball player, he's real tall, he's real good. I'm like average. I'm I'm here to disappoint a lot of people. I hit one I hit mm-hmm. one behind the back shot on a solo cup one time in my life. That's mm-hmm. my Hall of Fame moment. And everything else, I'm just pretty mid. I'm sure a lot of people would describe <laughs> me as mid in a I lot of played, areas. Uh, I played that maybe mid two or three host. times mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, that was and good. I was pretty decent. All right, so Wes is good. Fitty just had a good zinger in there calling me the mid, I midday said host. Decent. Yeah, uh, thank you. Right. I was. Anyways, we'll go back to Hunter on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, trying to break that all down. Hunter, speaking of Fernville, what was that environment like for you, and how awesome was it to be at Halton with it rocking again? But truly, guys, I was the groomsman on the wedding, so I wasn't able to Oh, I thought you were there. I thought you were there. I did you dirty. I set you up. I'm sorry. Of course, it lines up same day, wedding at the same time, so missed it. Missed the first sellout at Halton in over 10 years, man. I'm sick about it. But I'll be there February 15th for the next home game, UTSA in town. Well, just seeing the success that they've had so far, what are you most surprised to see? Because certainly nobody saw this coming. Eight and one atop the conference standings, have a big old battle tonight against South Florida. But after some of the guys did transfer, after Ron Sanchez leaves real late in the process, nobody saw this. What, What are you most surprised to see, whether it be a player's performance or just the way these guys are able to gel together? Yeah, it's a couple of things, man. I think when you're looking at this roster before the season, Ron leaves, Deshaun Jackson decommits, recommits, Bryce Williams leaves, Ali Khalifa. You're kind of looking at the roster like, okay, who is going to be the guy? And I'm sure there's two or three guys on this team that thought, all right, it's my time to be the face of Charlotte Hoops. But when you look at this team, man, it's they got four guys in double figures tonight. There's four or five guys that can hit that shot late in the game, and they've seen it repeatedly. Uh, that... And then their ability to dictate the pace of the game. We've always known they play the slow pace on offense, the pack line on defense. But what they're doing to the top offenses in the league is like next level, man. I'm going to read some stats real fast. Against Tulane, scoring 85 a game, they hold them to 71. FAU, a Final Four team from a year ago, scoring 84 a game, they hold them to 68. And then ECU last Saturday, averaging almost 69 a game, they hold them to 52. Charlotte's got the ability to slow the game down dictate the pace of the game and really just impose their will on other teams, especially in the second half, man. It's been impressive to watch. So Hunter, you talk about this team and they hit a point where they had lost four out of five. Obviously we expect them to lose to the Duke blue devils, but then they come off after win at Greensboro college, they lose the Stetson at SMU. And at that point, I'm sure that all of the goodwill or what this team could do was down. So at what point during that winning streak, did you know, all right, this team has turned it on, and they look like they could be a real problem. Man, they, they made a switch, right? So they actually played Stetson early in the season at home and beat them by 20-plus, go on the road and lose there, then lose the first game in AAC play to SMU. But beating FAU, man, just talking to different players, Igor Militich, 
Deshaun Jackson, Makai Patterson, that's when they knew that they could play with anyone if they played their game. And there was also a lineup switch in the process, moving senior guard Jackson Threadgill to the bench in favor of Zay Folks. And Folks just brings this like tenacity on defense. He's got the ability to have a sports center top ten slam any given night. And he really helps the rim defenders, Igor and Deshaun Jackson, with his on-ball defense. They don't have to help off their man as much. And then bringing Threadgill off the bench, you've got a guy that's a film junkie. While his shot hasn't been falling how he's wanted this year, he's kind of that extension of Fern on the court, and he's running with the second unit to be able to give them some stability and get their guys a breather if they need it. So you look at Igor Milicic and the way that he's been playing, and over the last couple of games, he's had a double-double. This is a quintessential stretch four. He's shooting the three ball really, really well. For those out there who don't know much about this guy, describe Igor Melitich's game and just how much he means to this Niner squad. Definitely, man. I've been calling him the European Euro- European unicorn for the past couple of weeks. I uh, talked to him a lot about his game. He's kind of approaching this 50, 40, 90 feet, and at home, he's been shooting the lights out. At home in Holton Arena this year, 55% from the field, 42% from three, 93% from the line. His numbers are relatively close to that overall for the season. But his game, where I've really seen it take the next step, is just his IQ with the ball in his hands. He's nearly doubled his points and rebounds, and he's shooting career highs across the board. And he added five blocks against ECU Saturday. So he's doing it on both ends of the floor, and he's got a chance to play his way into the NBA if he keeps this up. Hunter, what do you think is the best attribute of this basketball team as we stand here today? I think that they're playing for each other, Wes. And it's like, when I think of Charlotte Hoops, I think that they've had the talent there for years. I think the road struggles have been huge. But this group is having fun. They're playing for each other. And I think that's the difference, right? They're, like I said earlier in the show, there's there's not necessarily one guy where you're like, you know he's going to take the last shot. There's four to five guys that can take that shot and you feel good about it. And that's what's so different about Charlotte Hoops this year than than years past, for sure. Hunter Bailey joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Hunter, one of the last things for me, we all know that Aaron Fern still carries that interim tab. After going 8-1, and one, here they are atop the AAC. Is there any way that Aaron Fern isn't back as the head coach next season? No chance, man. That extension is going to be done very soon, talking to people around the around the program right now he's on a one-year deal making about 500,000 a year and that's a little less than half than some of the top coaches in the conference Dusty May, Hardaway in Memphis, quite a few different guys uh that deal is going to get done and they're going to they're make sure he's a 49er for for years to come. Last thing for me what makes Aaron Fern so good I know you've talked about how these guys are playing for one another whether it's X's and O's based whether it's that the players on this roster want to play for Aaron Fern as well. What makes Aaron Fern so good and allows him to have this much success? Definitely. So starting as an assistant with a lot of these guys under Ron, I feel like he was kind of the assistant that, that the players could lean on. They could coach him hard and they already had that connection. And when Ron left in June of last year, there was a chance. I mean, if, if Mike Hill did not give Aaron Fern this chance, I would say 50 to 75% of this roster was going to leave. And it was going to be Charlotte's first year in the American with a new head coach trying to fill this roster right before, right before workouts start. It, there was, I mean, it could have been really bad. And you look at what Fern was able to do. He's had years coaching in the NBL. He's coached multiple NBA players. He has respect around college basketball. 
And Mike Joe talked about it. He had a conversation with Dusty May, and it wasn't necessarily to get Dusty's opinion on who to hire, but hearing what Dusty had to say about Aaron Fern and what he could bring to a program. And he's already in the building. It's a no-brainer. Make that decision. The players clearly love him. The fans are buying in. And he said it the other day. You never arrive. And I think that's the mentality Charlotte's got to bring to Tampa tonight because this is a huge game. That's Hunter Bailey joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, Beer Pong Prodigy. Also, you can find his work on the Charlotte Observer and the Charlotte Post. Also writes about the Charlotte Hornets. He's a renaissance man. Find him on Twitter at Hunter underscore Bailey 45. We appreciate the time, Hunter. Thanks again, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Hunter.